So up to Daf Mem. We have a half a block now. We get, uh, get to finish early. Okay, so the, we're still middle discussing in Yonit Chumen. And Mitch is going to talk about somebody who's in one city and they have Paris, they have some fruit somewhere else, or someone who invites guests. What happens if he wants to send them home with a doggy bag? And we're talking about, obviously, if they all live in the same city, there's no shy. The question is that you have a situation where the person can get to you all your day in Erev Tukumen, but not necessarily does that allow his items to get back to the other city, because if the person is eating by, or the place where his payers by, did not have an Erev Tukumen, so, right, so for example, if he lives over here, and he's going somewhere that's just under 4,000 amas away from the Suda, and so he puts his Erev smack in the middle, so now he gets 2,000 amas in each direction, so he can walk to here. But the person who lives here, his 2,000 arms start from the house. He can only get here. He can't get all the way back to the place where he, uh, where he lives. Someone had his Paris were in a different city. And the people of that city, they want to be nice to the fellow. They want to bring him some of his Paris, some Yantiv. So they made an Erev. And through this Erev, they'll be able to bring his Paris to him on Yantiv. So, halach is loy yevi They're not allowed to bring it to him. Why not? Because since they didn't, his payers have the halacha of the owner. So, therefore, the fact that these this, these nice people in the city over here made an air and they want to go and bring him his payers, Maisa doesn't help because his payers have the halacha of him. And for him, this is out of the tchum. His payers can't be moved in Yantim. Vim irv who, but if this fellow, the person who owns the payers, made an Erev to be able to come to the place where his payers are. So then, Peres of Kamayu, the Allah is that his payers have the same Tchum as him. So even though they're very far away from him, but they get the same status as him. So therefore, if he can get to them, he'll be able to bring them home. Misha Zimin Archim, if someone invited guests, they're not allowed to take home portions. Unless... And Erev Yontif, he sat and decided, okay, this steak is going to Ruvain, and I gave someone else, can I make a king in the steak for Ruvain, and you, and so on and so forth. If you did that for all the guests, then they can take home the leftovers. But if you didn't do that, then they're not allowed to take home any leftovers. You can't send them home with a doggy bag, because the leftovers has the tchum of the host, and the host's food can't make it all the way to where the guests live, because the guests are only able to get there through the Erev Tchumen, and since the host didn't make Erev Tchumen, so therefore the food can't get to where the guests were. Unless this food was already in the legal possession of the guests. And Erev Yantiv, so even if they know about it, that would still work, that the Tchum would be chal, the Tchum of the guests. If I give Paris over to someone else as a Bikadim, he should watch it. He's a shaymer. So Rav Omar Kiragle Mishef Kiduloi. Rav says that whose tchum do they get? Do they get the tchum of the person watching them or the tchum of the owner? So Rav says that they get the tchum of the real owner. Shmuel Omar Kiragle. I'm sorry. Kiragle Mishef Kiduloi is the Rav holds gets the tchum of the person who's watching it, of the nif of the person who's. Well, the Nifka, the person who's watching, but Shmuel Amr Karagli Hanafkid, and Shul said, no, it still has the halacha, the status of the original owner. Now, the Gemara is going to try to figure out what is the underlying machlekes between Rav and Shmuel, whether or not the Paris gets the tchum of 
the mafkir of the nifka. So leimi Rav and Shmuel the ozul tamayi. Well, we could say that Rav and Shmuel, this machleks Rav and Shmuel is based on different machleks Rav and Shmuel. What's machleks Rav and Shmuel that's based on? It's naan imhichnis v'rishus balachotzer chay. So this is a halacha in Balakama. It's talking about when again zikin. So if I put my shor into your rishus and your shor goes and is mazik, so halacha is that I'm chayiv for what it's mazik, and if you get damaged from it, and if you damage it, you're potter, because I have no right to have my shor in your rishus. But what about if the shor was there? If you li- I said, can I please uh, put my shor in your backyard? And you said, sure, why not? So then there's a machloikis. If I give you a rishus to put your shor in my backyard, do I take responsibility as a shamer that I'm also going to watch it, make sure it doesn't damage anything, and if it damages something in my house, you're potter, and if I get damaged from the shor, you're chayiv, you say, no, I'm just giving you permission to come in, but it doesn't mean I'm telling you, it's, it's, you have to be kid, you still have to take responsibility for your own cow. So this is a machloikis, Rebbe Nirabonon in Babakam. Ritnan, hichnes b'rishus, ba'alchotzer chayiv, Nirabonon holds the ba'alchotzer is chayiv, that he now becomes the, the shamer, and he has full responsibility for this shor. And Rebbe, Oymer lo'olam eni chayiv, ad shikabal alov ba'albay slishma. And Rebbe says, no, just because I gave you permission to bring your shor, it doesn't mean I'm taking any responsibility. Unless I said straight out that I'm taking responsibility, so I'm, not, I'm just giving you permission. You're not a Ghana for coming in, but I'm not giving you any, uh, I'm not giving you any assurances, I'm not taking any responsibility. It's totally enter at your own risk. Oh, so now, what does this have to do with Armach Lekas Rav and Shmuel, Benegea, Tchumen? It sounds a little bit far-fetched. So you want to explain. So, the Amr of Huna, Amr Rav, and Rav Huna, in the name of Rav says, Allah gives me Chacham. Rav, Paskins, Allah is like the Chacham that hold that the Shor, once the Bala Chotzer allows the Shor into his Chotzer, he's taking responsibility, he becomes a Shor. Mishmuel, Amr Halach Rebbe, Shmuel Paskins, Allah is like Rebbe, that the Bala Chotzer does not take responsibility unless he says so, the Feish. Calls man, he doesn't. Mentioned specifically that he's taking a chayis, he has no chayis. So chayir aleima rab the omer kabbon v'shmul the omer kareb. So now it's like a shmak. We know that rab paskins like rabbonon, shmul paskins like rabbi. So we could say that this machlekes about tchumen is the same machlekes. How would it be the same machlekes? So Ruvain gave payers to Shimon, and we have machlekes rab and shmul whether or not they have the status. Rav holds that they get the Tchum status of Shimon, the person who's watching them, and Rav holds that they get the Tchum status, and so that's what Rav holds, and Shmuel holds they get this Tchum status of the original owner of Ruven. So Zotli Gemara may be that the Machloikis is based on the same Machloikis, Rabbi Nirabon. The Rabbonan who hold that every time you have a shush to put something somewhere, automatically the, dialogue, the person who's watching it now has a full responsibility so the same Rav will also hold that when I give you Paris, so that means the Paris is now fully under your responsibility. And since they're under your responsibility, so it has the Tchum of you, because you're fully responsible here. Hashem Shmuel holds when I give over someone a cow, and even though they take it into their, into their backyard, they don't necessarily take responsibility. So Shmuel will hold that it still retains, remains in the ownership and the responsibility of the person who actually owns the shore and who then over here, I give you my Paris, so I retain 
all the rights over these payers, and since I retain rights over the payers, it has the tchum of me, the person who really owns the payers. So maybe these two machlekeses, we could say that these two machlekeses are totally habaha. Right, we'll see. It's clear to see the Rashi. The Rashi, the last wide line. Rashi is lame. Hach pluk to the hocha ki hach also. Mishum the Omer Rav halach rabbon on the kind of Rishu say leaning Shmira. Rav will hold that for the purposes of Shmira, it's in the Rishus of the person who's holding on to it. So who had in the Chumim will say the same thing. Chumim and Shmuel that holds that it's not in the responsibility of the Balachotzer for Shmira will hold that for Chumim it's also not Rishus. So it's like the Gemara. No, these two machleks are not totally halacha. Why? It's like the Gemara. Uh, sorry. Amalach Rav. I know the Amri Afilu Rebbe. Rav will say, nah, what I said over here, it would be even like Rebbe, even though I happened to pass like the Rabban over there in the Shail of Shmira, but what I said over here about Tchumen would be true even according to Rebbe. Why? Ad Kamlik Amr Rebbe Hossam, this Rebbe Paskins. When I give you a cow, I let you let my cow into your backyard, not taking any responsibility. That's only the Bistama, like Kibale and Tirusa, because most normal people, they don't like just taking responsibility for things, unless someone mentions specifically saying responsibility, doesn't want to take responsibility. Abu Hacha, Akibale and Tirusa. But over here, he actually accepted responsibility. Over these payers, right? This is not a, a cow that he's scared. He said, I said, could you please watch my fruit? And you said yes. And it's sitting in your backyard. So since you expect accepted responsibility, even Rebbe would agree that for Tchumen, you're now the full-fledged responsible party and has the Tchumen for the person watching it. Vishmuel says, this that I hold, that for Tchum purposes, it retains the Tchumen of the real owner. I'm going even in the Rabbonin that holds when it, hold that when it comes to Shmira, because I put it in your issues, you're taking responsibility. When it comes to Tchumen, the Rabbon will be made that the Tchum goes with the real owner. Why? Because Ad can come and Rabbon has and this Rabbon said when he gave the shore that the person who owns the backyard is taking responsibility. That's only El Benichleil Inish to make him to Rebrushu say the Balachot. So, Avada, there is a little bit of a chiddush that the owner is willing to take responsibility, but just because the, the I'm sorry, the owner, the balachotzer, but just because the balachotzer, when I give you something, even if you're willing to take responsibility, who said that I'm willing to actually give it over to you that you should have full achrayis on it and full sort of temporary ownership rights? Maybe I want to retain for myself certain privileges. So when it comes to a shore, if I put my shore in your backyard. So obviously, I would like you to take as much responsibility as, as possible because you're taking a major burden off me that if the shor does damage, I don't have to pay for it. Because now if the shor goes wild and starts kicking down things, all kicks over all the potted plants in the backyard, I'm still potted. But over here, when I gave my fruit into your shoes, well, I want you to take some sort of ownership over my payers. I just want to store it in your backyard, but I don't want to take you to take any ownership. So therefore, for Tchumen, I'm retaining my own rights. You can't, even if you, as the Balachatzer, the person where I'm storing it, is willing to take ownership, it's only if I'm willing to give it to you. So Shmuel will tell you that everyone would agree that when it comes to fruit, I'm not giving you over full rights over my payers. So the Gemara tried making this machlekes, Rav and Shmuel, about Tchumen, Payers, totally in a different machloek, because the one says no connection. But now we're going to try to bring Raya to this machloek, Rav and Shmuel, 
do we go with the person who is the real owner, or we go with the person who's currently watching it? So you're going to try to bring Raya to our Mishnah. What did it say in our Mishnah? That if I have Paris in the next city, right? And then the people in the next city want to be nice, and they made Erev and they can't bring it to me. But if I made Erev Tchumen, so then I can go and get my Paris in Yantiv. Now, what do we see from there clearly? We see that even though I put my Paris in a different city on Yantiv, and I technically don't even have access to them without making Erev Tchumen, Afo Pikain, the payers have my tchum, because if I made an Erev, then I'm allowed to go get them. If I didn't make an Erev, they can't bring it to me. So you see the payers have my tchum, and not the tchum of the people that are holding on to it. So this is a beferish raya like Shmuel, not like Rav. V'i'it amrit. And you're going to try to tell me like Rav, that it has the same tchum status as the person watching it. So ki'irav hu, my hava, what does it help you if the person who owns the payers made an Erev, or Maisa, these payers have the status of the person watching them, not the person who owns it. So Kharitz Bafari Shiraya, like Shmuel, not like Rav. So Amrafuna, Amri Bay Rav, no. Rav will answer, Kagoin Shiikhloi Karen Zavis. Rav, Rav's Yeshiva, they're gonna learn this our Mishnah that it's not talking about a case where I gave you over, right? The person in the other city, I told him, here, watch my ten bushels of wheat. What happened is that I told you I want to rent a corner of your warehouse and I want to pour store my wheat in your warehouse. So therefore, since I'm storing it by you, you gave me a spot, and this is my spot, when you give me a spot and you say, you can put it over here, so that means you're not taking any responsibility to watch it. You're just giving me a spot to put stuff in. But you have no responsibility, no ownership, no schusim, and therefore, the tchum status stays with me. If you, if I would have given it to you and I said, here, I'm giving you, you're taking a chrais, watch my ten bushels of wheat, and a chanami, then it would have your tchum. That's what Rav would say. But our mission, this mavur, it has the tchum of the real owner. It's talking about where the owner didn't give it over to him to watch. He just said, can I please store something in the corner of your warehouse? And he said, sure. So therefore, it's really still a myrshus. Toshma, we're going to try to bring another eye to Smachlik Shav and Shmuel. Misha Zimon Etzli Archim, if I invited guests, Le'yelichu Biyadamon, I'm not allowed to send them home with a doggy bag. Elon Kain Zika Lehem, not to nice them in unless I actually gave it to them in Ereviyantu. Now, V'i amrit karagli mishif kido etzli. If you're going to tell me what the halacha is, that when I give something over to someone else, like Rav says, so it has the tchum of the person holding on to it. So kizachal hamay deacher may have it. What does it help you? The Mishnah says that I want to send you home with the doggy bag after already have been get, made it into your shus and erviyant. Because now it's yours and gets your tchum. Perfecting more according to Rav. So the tchum is the person who currently has responsibility over this food. This food, who's, who has responsibility over it? Obviously, not the person who's coming to guess. It doesn't even know about it yet. So obviously, the only person who has responsibility over this food is the host. So how does it help the host that if he's mezak it to the guest, the guest can take it home? At the end of the day, in the beginning of the yontif, the host is totally responsible for this item. He has full rights over it. And therefore, l'chaira, according to Rav, it should still have the tchum of the host. So from the fact the Mishnah says in that case it works and it has the tchum of the guests, you see that we don't care who's watching it, we care who the who the actual has ownership rights. Oh, so it's like the Gemara? No, it's different in that case. Why? So the I'm a kragim mishav gilo. It's like he zochel my day acher my hava. So it's like the Gemara hachanami kibin shezochel my day acher kimishi yichud like Karen Zavas dami. So first the Gemara wants to say. That when I'm going to the trouble of being magnet to you, so obviously I'm going to do it right. I'm not just going to be magnet to and keep my show. So I'm going to be and say, okay, I'm putting this thing in the corner of the fridge. This thing in the corner of the fridge is for Yoni Zawar, and this thing in the other corner of the fridge is for 
You go to Feder, and then all the different pieces of my thing, each one has a name, a little spot in the fridge, and that way, it really, it's totally in your shos. Vibay Seima, nothing where it says, Teretz Lecheres is more Pasha. Zochashani. What does it mean, Zochashani? So, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, what was the whole point why I went to the trouble Arab Yanta? I called my neighbor, please come here, I need you to pick up this portion of food and have in mind to be kind of for my guest. The whole point is that on Arab Yantiv, you should be able to take it home on Yantiv. So it's impossible to tell me if I went to that extent, can't tell me why I still retain some sort of ownership and gets my trum. I'm, I'm goofy trying to go out of my way to make sure it doesn't have my trum. So we're not going to say that because I'm the one watching it, it still has my tchum, if I'm goofy trying to avoid having any rights over it, because I want it to have your tchum. Yeah, that's good. It's like more right. So he went somewhere as a guest. And he went there as a guest beyond his tchum, Ayudein Erev Tchumen. And on Erev Yontiv, the butcher sent him a nice big rib roast to take home for Yontiv. And they took it and they hung it on the door for him. They hung up this rib roast. Imagine you show up to your guest, and I'm sorry, thank you so much. I see you hanging outside the door with a big roast. Okay, that, that was, that's what happened. So now, when he saw this, he wasn't sure if he's allowed to take it home or not. So Tobias Uber the Dasha also committed to Ravuna. So he went to Ravuna to ask him, What's Allah? Can I take this roast home with me? So Amalei, Iat, Tullus, if you're the one who hung it on the doorpost, so it's a little shakal, and you can take it home with you. The Inu Tullach, but if the butcher hung it on the doorpost for you, politically, now I can take it. Now, the Gemara thinks right now that this is a Tchumish. So, just because the, he himself hung it, he's allowed to take it home. But Ravona Talmud the Rav Hava. Ravona holds like Rav. Ravona's Rav's Talmud. So, Ravona's Rav's Talmud. So, if Ravona's Rav's Talmud, he's definitely passing like him in this Shiloh that we said that it always goes with the person who's watching it. And Rav says, that it goes boss to the person watching it. And where was this roast? It was hanging on my host's doorpost in Erev Yantav. So I should have the halachic status of my host for Tchumen. So what does it help me if I hung it there? At the end of the day, since I hung it on my host's doorpost, it's by my host, they're responsible for it. So I it's like, oh no, he didn't put it in the, wherever their meat storage place was. He hung it in a unique place by the doorpost. So that's like you got a special rishos. So that's still like it's in the rishos of the Mafkid, and therefore it doesn't go with the person who's watching, it has this rishos of the actual owner. So if he hung it, he's the owner. Amalev, Hiller, Vashi. Fine, you answered the first part that if he hung it, we understand why he could take it home. But the Inu Talulay, if the butcher hung it, you can't take it home? Why not? Didn't Shmuel say, we just had a few blot ago, that a shar belonging to the Local uh, meat fat, the guy who fattens up the, cat, the local meat. So that shar, since he has das, you know, he doesn't keep it for himself, it's to be sold. So, and whoever comes in Yantav to get it, so it, already on Erev Yantav, he has in mind it should go to that person. And the tchum goes to the person who's actually going to purchase it. So over here, who cares if the butcher put it there? The Gemara doesn't understand. The butcher put it there, so then it's like the, 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 he didn't give it to Rechani Rechani Loi yet, and Melo doesn't have his tchum, it has the tchum of the butcher. 
But this butcher, he never had intention for himself. He's giving out meat to everybody. So it should have the halacha status of the person he's giving it to. Just like Shmuel said with the cow that you're fattening up. So if somebody has a lot of people coming over to his house on Yom Tif, just randomly, he can say that for anyone that comes in? Oh, so you want to know what's the difference between the shoshal pattern that we said that it works. In the shayla, if you need to come on to Breira, and we're saying with the, with your when you have your portions, you have to specifically be makna to them. So it could be, you want to know, it's like that much <clears throat> in your house, you can't say that all your food is aimed to go to guests. You want to know if I could just assign that, like, pick up a whole tray of food, this is for whichever guest end up giving to Abitel and Breira. Right. Abitel and Shaila Breira, and since we pass them, their abundance Breira works, the Chari should work. So the first cash you're asking is the Chaira, the butchers definitely have das, that the meat should have the tchum, whoever it's going to, so who cares that they hung it there? Mars can ask another cash. So what if the butcher hung it there? That's going to prevent you from taking, he can't take it home? The is like Reb that Reb holds that when you have a shepherd, and this shepherd is the only shepherd in town, and your das was, you're going to give it to him, so then it gets the tchum of the shepherd. So over here we can say the same thing, that since he, these butchers were planning on giving it to him, so obviously they, and they hung it there for him, obviously their das is that he should have and shepherd his tchum. One more kasha. If the Butcher hung it, you're not allowed to take it home, but to not have a hey, my kill, and correct that by them. And the owner is Khan Mukhani Loy, so who cares who put it there? So Zakti Gemara, you're right. This halacha had nothing to do with Khuman. Khuman was not the issue. According to everybody, could take it home. El Shani Rukhana Bahani Loy, the Gavar Rabahava. The Torah the Shmite saying he was so busy learning and he was worried that he had a problem with Bosash and Salaman Ayim. And his kasha was that whether or not he has a problem with Basim Mishnah Salman Ayim, he wasn't really paying attention to the meat. And Rashi says, The time of Mishnah Tchum, El Rav Huna da Eirile Hachi, Talmide de Rav Hava, the Rav Om Rashi Tchum, Basim Kimish Salman Ayim, Osir, Vafil Tobi Yosub Bais Yisrael, Rav Hana Agav, Tirdu the Shemites, who's so involved in the Sugya, Mishkir Shah Sokka, forgot about everything else, forgot about watching his meat. Now he wants to know, is Basim Salman Ayim, he's busy preparing his shear. So he told him, if you hung it up, so then you have some sort of, you'll recognize it. And if you'll recognize, we don't have to worry that it got switched. And then they it's mutter. And since you put it there, you're not totally mesichtas. And therefore, Zilshkel, you can take it home and eat it. It's not awesome. But if the butcher hung it up, so you never really saw it, you never paid attention, it was on your mind. So then, you already had Heschada, so you're not allowed to take it home, you're not going to recognize you're going to have a problem with Basar. If you have an animal, even though it's a cow, but it's a cow that doesn't really, uh, it's not really like a house trained or a city trained cow, it hangs out in the wilderness, those you're not allowed to give them to drink or shech them on Yantav. What's giving to them to drink have to do with anything? So we'll discuss that. Would that be any difference? Like, some people have hundreds of acres of land, but that's their land. Oh, so, so let's see how the Gemara defines what laborious and what vices are, and we'll see that the, the real the Gemara is going to give a definition. Avamashkin v'sheikhten is a You are allowed to give to drink and then shech the ones that 
sleep in the house. The house doesn't live in the house. We'll see in a minute what it means. Eilu in a basis. The Mishnah says, how long is anything that sleeps in the city? They come to the city, to the barn to sleep. That's considered the basis. Those are the ones that are not muksa. Midbari, and, and the other ones, the ones that just, um, Midbari is how long is it? They sleep out in the wilderness. They, they never even come back. You know, the, you know, they had surrounding the house, the homes, that, you know, they had the big meadows that didn't really belong to anybody. And they used to just spend all the time, I guess they branded them as something. They knew whose cow was whose. But they would just wander around, and then eventually they would come bring them in in the winter time. But they spent a lot of time just wandering outside. So anything that comes home every night, comes to its barn to sleep, that's considered basis, that's not muksa. The ones that hang out in the fields, even at night, so those are considered midbaris, and those are muksa. Now, so you want to know, what does giving to drink have to do with anything? So, what do we have to talk about giving to drinks? So it's like, well, the lishki inish behemte vahadilishrit. That's Kadai. You should always give an animal to drink for you shecht it. Because it's much easier to skin it if the animal had a drink right before you shechted it. Do we do that? What? Do we do that? I don't know. I remember seeing a Rebelski. Somebody in the Gudah, he was shechting, I think it was a sheet. Yeah. And there was stuff still inside from the, you know, the gold. stomach. I don't know if they gave it to drink before, but... I don't know. Not sure if they do it. I don't think they do. I mean, if it's just a practical aid, so now they have different, they have much better, mag- they, they insert a little ear gum between the body and the skin, and they and they blow air into it, and that separates the skin from the... They have all sorts of different technological ways of doing it. So I don't think there's any specific halach. I think it's just the aid to tell you the one. Um... Now, I got this, this also comes in a little bit, the sugi, whether or not you give, allowed to give animals to, to eat and drink on Yantiv. And wild animals, you're not allowed to give to eat and drink on Yantiv. The ones that rely on you for food, even the ones that you're not going to eat, but those, those, you're not allowed, those you are allowed to feed on Yantiv. I don't know, people who have uh, outdoor cats, I'm not sure what Allah is, but that's, uh, I don't think he's Jewish, the fellow with the outdoor cats. Okay. Um, There's a lot of them. What? Well, they're all officially, what, well, there's a few people who feed them? I thought there was only one guy. My neighbor oh. also. It's a meeting of this neighborhood. <sighs> oh, okay. Stucky doesn't live in Israel. What? Stucky doesn't live in Israel. Oh, yeah. Fine. Talk to you more about it. Midborius, Elohim Baisis. Midborius is called Shiyotis Bepesach, Veroyus Beoffer, Venachnosis Breviri Shaina. The Midborius are the ones they head out to the fields in the beginning of the summer in Pesach, and you don't see them again until the first rainfall, which is uh, sometime around Cheshvan time. The Eluhain Baisis, what are the ones that are considered Baisis? Kol Shiyotis, Reyes, Chutzetchom, Uvois, Lonis, Pechetchom. Even though they go out, they can go very far out into the fields to, to graze, but they come back every night into the City uh, into the Tchum to sleep. Rabbi Oimer, Elu Elu Baisis. Rabbi says, Nah, if they ever come home at all, they're considered Baisis. Those are considered the ones that are are not Muksa. Ella, Elu Hain Midbaris. Midbaris, what's considered Midbaris? They're Muksa. Those ones that they, they never come in. They're totally out in the fields always. Now, if Rabbi's giving us a definition of Baisis and of Midbaris, so obviously, Rebbe agrees to the premise that there is an animal, even though it's edible, which is muksa. 
Correct the Gemara. We Islay the Rebbe Muksa. Rebbe holds an animal's Muksa. Rabbi Paul Minei Reb Shimon Bar Rebbe Mir Rebbe. Shimon Bar Rebbe asked Rebbe, "Tzilei Tamra Reb Shimon Mahu." Tzilei Tamra, according to Reb Shimon, what is the halacha? Now, what are Tzilei Tamra? So Rashi tells us Tzilei Tamra tomorrow Shein is Bashlus Bilam. They never ripen on the tree. The Gaijinai son may Elon so used to pick them for Eisenon Chaisus and they make a special type of basket made out of palm. Palm leaves, like lovin, and hankly happens tomorrow. The coins and ice and the seichem zashos, and they would ripen there. So the question is, can I eat them when they're not ripe yet? So am I allowed to eat them? So Reb Shimon, the Rebbe, asked his father Rebbe, can I eat these unripe dates? They mux. According to Reb Shimon, so on my way, a mux Reb Shimon. Rebbe answered him that according to Reb Shimon, nothing's muksa. El gregorius at smukim bovad. Only raisins or dried figs when I they're not yet dry I put them out in the field in the on, on the roof to dry so that's that is an example of something that is muksa so Chaira Rebbe's saying that I don't hold the muksa except for something and the part of that is because I'm a cat to be a dime when I take the grapes I take them to the roof and say I don't want to eat from them until they're raisins so then they're muksa but anything that's technically edible and these cows are edible if I can do a specific action of showing I don't want to eat from them so they're not muksa. But was it the reason that they were putting them out to pasture like that because they don't want to eat them, or that was just the mitzvah? Oh, so, was... so, so really, that's one thing more astute is by putting it out to pasture. That's like showing that I'm not planning on using it. That's what you're saying, right? That it should be like putting up the grapes on the roof. No, but that regardless, that's how, that's just how they put them out to pasture. So the ones that never came home at night. You're saying that yeah. obviously they weren't planning on eating those. They, they weren't, but that was it was going to come back eventually. I mean, that was like... The ones that weren't going to come back, you're saying. Those ones, you want to say that even according to Shimon, they would be muksa because you're sending them out to the field. You're not making an effort to bring them home every night. Right, so no, but... you eating them. No, you're not necessarily, but I'm saying, but it's still yours, so why would it be... Why would it be muksa? Yeah. That was more cash, according to Shimon. And according to Rebbe, Rebbe holds that something's... Um, according to Behuda, Behuda holds that anything that you don't specific... That you don't have an actual plan to use in Yantu's muksa. So this animal, since it doesn't usually come back at night, you probably don't have a plan to use it in Yantu. So if it happens to wander into your house, you never really planned on using it. Mm-hmm. According to Shibu, We couldn't say right. that any animal that you have, that there's a possibility you're going to use it? So that's not enough for Shimon, that would be enough. I mean, who the holds, right. you have to have in mind an Arab Yantu's muksa. It has to be mukha. Oh, so Chayr, Rebbe doesn't hold, Rebbe holds, doesn't hold the muksa, so what's going on over here? So he doesn't say three things. <clears throat> so first, what Tzimar says, or I thought that's what you're saying, is that even Reb Shimon, just like Reb Shimon holds, and I take the grapes and the raisins, and I put the grapes and the dried fig and the figs, and I put them up to dry. So I'm doing a mice to show that I'm not planning on eating from them. So even that's muks, even according to Reb Shimon. So over here also, when I allow these animals to just go out to the fields and not come home, and I don't make any effort and bring them back, so I'm really. Being the solid das, I'm doing a mice at the show, I'm not planning on using them, so it's worse. Maybe it shouldn't be made its most. First tires thing more. Vibai say, well, with the var of the Rishim come, maybe Rebbe really holds the muksa totally like a Yehuda. His son of Shimon asked him, Shimba Rebbe asked him, in the, within the sheet of Rebbe Shimon would be the Allah. He said, within the sheet of Rebbe Shimon, the only thing that's muksa is something that you did, your makatsi dying. You did a mice to show that you don't want to take for it, but he wasn't, that's not his personal psak. Third territory voice, Ema Ludavreim de Rabon Kamar. He was talking to Rabon. He was saying as follows, Lidi de Aimuksa. He was saying in this Machlaikis about the Midbaris and the Shkutas, he was saying, 
Personally, I don't hold the muksa anyway, so I hold all animals in muksa. El dechu, but he was saying, you, Rabbanon, oiduli mios, you should at least be moited to me. Hechet yoytzes roiz for Pesach, that the ones that go out in Pesach and the Knossos, for Vira Yishayi, the Ba'is is saying, that if there is a point of time where they come home and they sleep at home when it gets rainy, that these are the ones that are considered Ba'isus and you have Das, and then they shouldn't be muksa. Amalei Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon answer to this, loi midbarius hei, these are midbarius, they're not considered they're not considered vices in the middle of their books. Hadron, Allah, Mashil, and Pei, so sleep on the side of his way. Hadron, Allah, Mashil, and Pei, so sleep on the side of his way.